Hi guys, it's Kieran. This is episode 9.1. It's a short one and it's more tips on how to follow up after an interview. Welcome to the Not Wonder Woman podcast. No capes, no superpowers, just hustle. Not Wonder Woman removes the myth of the ladies who, quote, have it all and gives practical insight to help you, the working woman, conquer the world like the boss babes we know you are. Hi, guys. Today, we're talking about how to follow up after an interview. And um, you may have heard Mel and I when we were talking about the interview and we briefly touched on how to follow up afterwards um we do both very much think that the follow up after the interview is is very much part of the interview process so that being said um timing is everything and i personally think that you've got a window of about 48 hours to send a response and that will really set you apart from your competition from other people that have also interviewed um I know life sometimes gets in the way, but 48 hours is, is usually the window of opportunity to um, thank somebody for interviewing you. Um, and also you can use that time, that message to clarify any of your answers that weren't necessarily exactly how you would have answered the interview question in hindsight. Um interview jitters are a real thing and um, often if we'd have had a little bit more time we're less nervous we would maybe have clarified ourselves or our answer a, a, a bit better so this is a really good opportunity to do that obviously you you can't go back in time and give totally different answers but you can add some clarity and perhaps some examples to um some of the answers that you gave in the interview. So that's a really good opportunity to do that. So Mel and I both discussed the manner in which you should send that note. Uh, If you remember correctly, Mel said said that she is in favour of sending handwritten notes when the... um, when required and and when she thought that that was appropriate. Um, She's got very fancy stationery, so she will do a handwritten note and then drop it in by hand. And I did raise the question about snail mail. Is that going to get there quickly? So if she was writing a handwritten note, she would get it to um, an interviewer um, by dropping it back into the office. I am more in favour of an email. I th- I think that not everybody's always in the office, so I, I wouldn't want my note to be missed because I decided to um, do it by hand. And also i I. That I feel more comfortable doing um, an email um, follow up. I I rarely write anybody handwritten notes, so um, I wouldn't want to reserve that just for my interviewer. So I'm quite comfortable um, doing an 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 email, and also that means that if I if you found anything online that helps support something that maybe you raised, you can send a link to that um, article. Um, but yeah, um, how you choose to follow up is totally up to you and it, it should suit your, your style and your personality and it should be something that you feel comfortable doing. But I think we're all in agreement that the follow up is very much part of the interview process. So what exactly should be in your follow up? So I think firstly, the follow up note should be 
a little bit more conversational, um, brief, friendly. Um, you've already had the job interview. Um, you're, you, you've gone through that formal process. So I think the first thing to do is, you know, be show your gratitude for the, the, the interviewer's time. So thank you very much for meeting with me. Um, today really enjoyed the interview um the the questions were challenging and really made me think about the skills that i need to bring to the role um after learning uh, you you can also go on to talk about the position and the company and if that is something that you know has has made you more interested in the role so after learning more about the position i'm i'm really excited for the opportunity something like that just just sort of reinstating your keenness in the job and use that as an opportunity to um give any more details on why you feel that you're best qualified for the role um and then you can also add any other information so i've mentioned you know we spoke about we well, we briefly touched on blockchain or you know some developments in this particular industry and here's a link to something that i found um and hopefully you find it useful, that kind of thing. Um, and, and also, you know, just sign off with looking forward to, um, hearing from you. Uh, uh, please keep me posted on the status of the hiring process and, um, yeah, some, something like that, but it should be quite relaxed, but yeah, still professional. Um, and I think that will really set you apart. Although we're sat, although Mel and I both say that the follow up is definitely part of the inter- interview and recruitment process, certainly not everybody will be following up by email. So sending a follow up will definitely set you apart from your competition. Whilst we have touched on following up via email once the interview process is finished, a couple of things that I wanted to touch on that you can do whilst the interview is still in play, whilst you're in the interview, is certainly check on what the next steps are after the interview. And usually this is exactly how every interviewer rounds out their interview is to say, you know, these are the next steps. We're going to, I've got a few more interviews. We're going to contact, you know, those people and speak to those people. There will be a second round and there's your, there's the details on the follow-up that you need, or, you know, we will be doing some sort of presentation or there won't be a second interview and we will just be making our decisions. So always try and get, um, I probably should have said this point first, um, but I was really trying to drive home the follow-up by email point. Um, but asking about next steps, if you haven't already been told in the interview is the way to close the interview, certainly. Um, I've, I've, it's important, but I would have thought that every interviewer would have um, closed the interview like that. But if they don't, then definitely ask the question. Um, and then second, secondly, what I like to do, and I, I do this in situations where I've met somebody or I've had an interaction with somebody um, that's not necessarily an interview, um, but maybe you're not necessarily going to have any more um interaction with that person um but you would still like to stay connected i always ask if we can connect via linkedin um and that's just a great way to build your network mel and i do frequently discuss linkedin and how important it is and i just think it's a great tool to, for staying in touch with people um and 
people publish all sorts of content. Ideally, you should also be publishing content on LinkedIn, but that's a great way to keep in touch with people and to see the content that they're putting out and also to keep in touch with uh, companies and brands and, and other groups of people that are in your niche and that are relevant to you. So do ask if you can connect via LinkedIn, but then make sure you do it. So um, most people are very happy to connect via LinkedIn. And um, again, that would just set you apart from other people who aren't necessarily asking. And um, Mel and I have touched on whether or not you you go in and snoop on your interviewer on LinkedIn. Um, but I think this just gives you an opportunity to do that in, you know, in full view without, you know, making yourself incognito. And if for some reason, on this occasion, you were unsuccessful, you are then front of mind if anything else comes up because they will they will have your contact details. You will be interacting with their content on LinkedIn and you can, you know, be next in line for anything else that comes up. Just the last point I wanted to touch on is, and this has happened, I think, to most of us in, in certain circumstances. You've had the interview, you've asked for next steps, you've followed up by email, um, and then you don't hear from them and, and the, the, answer and the next steps on the role just drag out. And I did, I did touch on this again in our episode where we went into more detail on this. Um, this happened to somebody very close to me, great role. And it just, you know, the whole interview process just kept getting very, very lengthy. And she was having to say no to other roles because she really wanted this one. So what do you do when that happens? And I think the best thing to do is to just quite tactfully email the person you interviewed with and say, you know, again, hi, we spoke last month, last in the last few weeks about uh, this particular position. Um, you, um, I, I just wondered if there'd been any further progress on, on the role and when I can expect to hear from you. That would be my first email. And Hopefully you get a response to that and the answer is yes, you've got the job um, and then everything else is logistics about you starting, but it doesn't always go like that. So some of the other things that you can do is um, you you can you can be quite helpful and send something related to, and, and I mentioned sending links to articles online, you can be very helpful and say, um, Hi, um, we spoke last month about this role and, um, we discussed, um, these emerging trends in X, Y, and Z. And I just wanted to share this article that I found on the same topic. Um, no response necessary. I hope you find it useful. So then you are top of mind. Um, you are sending some useful information and again, you're setting yourself apart, but it's not about harassing somebody as to where the role is and where they are and have they made a decision. It's just about staying top of mind. Um, and I think if you are going to send something like that, I would only send something like that once every three to four weeks. But then again, if you haven't heard back in that space of time, use that as an opportunity for your decision making as to whether or not you will this, this company is best suited to you. You know, if they're taking a long time making a decision about recruitment, is that 
does that sit well with you? Are there any red flags? Is this just a very bureaucratic organisation? Does that work for you? You know, you do have all of those questions as well. So just be mindful of the whole process. But I I would suggest that you do send a note in if you're still interested and um, check where they are in the process. Um, I think that's about it. Um, I hope you find this really useful. Um, there's certainly lots of resources out there about how to follow up after an interview. And I, we just wanted to give you really succinct um, information on this podcast. So if you have any questions, um, drop us an email at uh, it's notwonderwoman at gmail.com or you can catch both of us on Instagram and Mel is at polished underscore professionals and I am at corporate style story. Thanks, guys. And good luck. This episode is generously sponsored by Blonde Biscotti Coffee and Biscotti Bar in the heart of Houston, Texas. They are proud to serve third wave coffee and soft baked biscotti, blondebiscotti.com. Thank you again for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to click the subscribe button on iTunes so you never miss a show. And we want to hear from you, so please feel free to send us your questions and comments to notwonderwomanpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us at our website, notwonderwoman.com.